0: Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Uh, Today, we will be talking about how do we handle when things don't go as planned, and you know what ha- helped me come up with this topic is recently I just had a, a major pivot I, I had to do. But before I go into that, I just uh, want to share that you know I've been in the biz- real estate business for sixteen years, uh, real estate broker since two thousand ten. But I remember when I quit my full time construction job at, at thirty year. Uh, 29 years old, I was all excited about real estate. I'm like, I'm gonna go into real estate. And you know, I was thinking global, like we're gonna take this international. Like we're gonna, you know, we're gonna make it big, right? Well, in my first year of real estate, guess how many transactions I sold? Uno. So one transaction is definitely definitely like, definitely like not global. It's definitely not international. And I was re- I was trying to figure out why I only closed one deal. Well, turns out that, you know, I was in construction. So I knew how to triangulate and build all these cool things. I can go in a building, take measurements, and then go back to the shop. I can go into a building, take measurements, design a system, and then go into the shop, build it, and install it. But once I got into real estate, I realized I never learned how to type. so I didn't even have an email so it was like oh wait a minute before we can go global or international maybe we need to take some maybe speaking courses so we can get out of the the peck world but anyways I I just wanted to share that that you know when I first got into real estate things really did not go as planned and um, 17 years later you know I'm still in real estate I I'm selling uh, I'm on the husband and wife team and things are looking really good. But what I want to get into is just recently, you know, I had a situation where uh oh, first of all, I'm a triathlete, uh, I'm a real estate broker, but I'm also a triathlete. And, you know, becoming a triathlete has been one of the most liberating uh experience, experiences that I've had since I've been here on this earth. And it's made me like look at things and in a way that I've never had to look at things before. And it's definitely helped me shrink my ego and form a just a more compassionate understanding with humility within myself and with other people. And just recently, you know, I've been training for an Ironman race and this started two years ago. So here we are, two years of training, thousands of hours of training, and I still have not been able to freaking race. So I'm just so glad that, you know, I've throughout this process that I was able to, you know, start to form a relationship with the journey. And I'll I'll dive into this a little bit more. Um, You know, like I said, 2000, well, 2019 is when I decided to, you know, face my water fears and learn how to swim. And then for 2020, you know, I trained to do my first Ironman, right? Well, because of COVID, each month, different races were getting canceled. So here I am excited to finally do a race. And I find out that the race I was scheduled for was canceled. Um, one more, you know, another month come up, or maybe this race is go through. Rolls down, canceled. So we finally end up doing a self-supported race. And the difference between self-supported and the actual event, well, on the actual event, during the run, you have a checkpoint at every mile. Self-supported... We our first checkpoint was at eight miles and then the next checkpoint was whenever you can catch somebody so it's it's a totally different experience and then on the bike you get a checkpoint in a real event every like five miles well in this one it was every 40 miles and it happened to be you know 90 to 105 degrees so let's just say it was not race conditions um, but my point is I was so exci- excited, to be able to do that race last year, and it never happened. Fast forward to this year, 2021, it's going to be amazing. It's it's, uh, you know, I learned a lot from 2020. Uh, things don't go as planned. You have to adjust. You have to, you know, be uh, focused on the journey, not the destination. You know, all these things to keep my, my, my morale up so that I can finally get to race. Meanwhile, I'm running my real estate business. I'm growing a team. Um, you know, my kids are young adult age, 23 and 18. So they need, you know, daddy to be present in a different capacity. My wife, although we're business partners, we are married and we just celebrated, you know, 20 years of marriage. So I, I still have like life things going on other than just the getting to prepare for the race. So. There's a lot of stuff that I want, I guess, for lack of a better word that I've been juggling, but meanwhile, chasing in a lot of ways is carried at the end of the stick. And each time I get close to it, it seems to get pulled further away and, you know, no big deal. Right. But that's something I really wanted to accomplish. So I started to incorporate a certain mindset to understand that, wow, no matter what our goal is, it can be personal, it can be business, it can be, you know, relationship-based, it can be, you know, money-based, it's like, it's good for us to have that, but we also have to build in some mechanisms to help us, you know, adjust and be able to absorb if it doesn't actually pan out. So you know, back to the beginning of this year, I'm feeling great, best shape I've ever been in my life. I'm training. And then I suffer an ankle injury, like back in February. And when I say an ankle injury, it wasn't like the, you know, I didn't roll my ankle. It was something I'd never experienced before, where I don't know if you ever hit your your funny bone but really, really hard. Well, there was some kind of nerves thing going on when I I'll run and it, my ankle would pinch the nerve and my leg, which just literally just, just jump up in the air, excruciating pain. And honestly, I didn't know I was, if I was going to ever be able to run again. But yet I knew I had a race you know, later in the year. So I continued to train and I was on the elliptical. Can you imagine being on the elliptical for one, two, three hours at a time? Staring at the wall or if there's a fly in the gym, you know, watching the fly run around, it's pretty excruciating. I mean to the point where I'm I get off the elliptical and I'm just it was bad, but I adjust it because in my mind, if I can still keep up my cardio base when my ankle finally heals, I'll be able to race at the end of, you know, at the end at the end of the month or ended, uh, in October. So fast forward, let's get to the meat and potatoes. You know, my my ankle finally healed fast enough. I mean, healed by the time for us to complete this race. We get there, the race is on Sunday. We get there on Saturday and it's beautiful. Partly cloudy, the sun is, you know, it's out. It's It's an amazing day. We're all excited. Fast forward. The morning of, it's stormy. I mean, you can hear stuff falling and crashing. The wind is howling. And, you know, in my mind, I'm like, okay, it's raining a little bit. We're going to still do this, you know. I go outside and I see tree branches broken off and they're falling and they're landing on cars and denting in the hood. Like, where we're supposed to be riding our bikes. I'm like just a few branches down, you know, we'll be all right. So in my mind, I'm still ready to race, even though all these things that are happening are saying, you know what, the others, they're probably going to call it. But in my mind, you know, we're still going to race. So we we get in the car, we're driving to where we're supposed to start. And we're hearing all these rumors about the race being canceled. And finally, you know, but while we're, You know, driving to the stadium, I'm looking at all these other things that are going around. And then finally, when they called, you know, the official word that they were going to call the race uh, due to safety concerns. You know, I have to be honest, there was a part of me that was super bummed. Super bummed. I'm like, here I am, thousands of hours of training, you know, waking up at 2.30 in the morning to start workouts at 3 a.m. Many mornings where I didn't, you know, cuddle with my ma- my wife because I'm out there training. And, you know, there was a lot of sacrifices that I had to make in order to be physically fit to participate in this event. And here I am, the morning of being told I have my wetsuit on. I even got my swim beanie on. Being told I can't do the race. So in that moment, I had a choice. How am I going to experience receiving this news? Can I be bummed? Am I going to have a temper tantrum? Am, am I going to go into this low-level depressive state for the next couple of weeks? Like, how am I going to experience this? And today, I'm going to share you share with you, you know, uh, five steps on how to prepare ourselves for when things don't go as planned. And I didn't know this is what I was doing, but as I, you know, did a little reflection on, you know, after I received that news. I realized that I actually was I bummed. Hell yes. You know, was I was I was I disappointed? Absolutely. But there was also a sense of joy. There was also a sense of gratitude. There was also a sense of I'm hella hungry. Like I can't wait to start training again. Not right now. But instead, you know, I was just in a place where I'm like, you know what? That's okay. And you know, so I'll go into the five steps I wanted to share with you. Now, number one, you know, uh, we have to set ourselves up to win no matter what the outcome is. I know we hear that 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 saying, you know, it's about to journey, you know, not the destination. You know, it's about to journey, not the destination. Well, it's true. You know, hadn't if I during this whole time during this you know uh, this training and 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 getting my mindset to be a, a person who can swim 2.4 miles in a river and then ride a bike for 112 miles and run a full marathon an ex smoker for 20 years someone that was you know obesely overweight to go from that transition and then being a place to do that and then say no you can't do that i had to realize that You know, during this, during the path, during the journey, there were so many things that happened during my training. You know, I I hit some uh, some business goals. I hit some financial goals. Uh, I was inspiring others. I'm getting DMs for other people. So in that moment of being told no, I was also had the ability to reflect on all the things that did go right. So number one is simply, you know, however that looks like for you, prepare yourselves, prepare ourselves to find find the win no matter what the outcome is. Because chances are, if we're working towards something, chances are there is something else that's gonna benefit from it other than just the goal that we're trying to achieve. All right, so that's one. You know, set ourselves up to win no matter what. Number two, uh, I like this part. Condition our minds to whatever we're we're whatever we're pursuing, whatever the goal is. yes, it's about that goal. yes, it's about that destination. but usually there's certain nuggets, you know there's certain lessons, there's certain insights that we uh, that we come across that is not just for the race or just for the goal. It's actually tools that we can use to enhance the now like for me in my training it raised my energy up like to the point where i'm like yeah right but that same energy i use to you know be a better you know a better listener um, to be more patient with other people's progress i use that same energy to you know fuel my tolerance I use that same energy to, you know, cheer for other people or be genuinely excited for people in their in their success. You know, I use that energy to love. You know, I use that energy to be present. So as I'm, you know, going to be, you know, Mr. Triathlete, triathlete guy and become an Ironman, I realized it was making my now so much more memorable, so much more enhanced. I was just like, yeah. Like, I was already winning, even though the race was was much down, down the road. So that was also something that, you know, came to me in that moment when I got the news is, wait a minute. This has been pretty freaking cool. All the way up, you know, even though I haven't got a chance to race yet, this has been amazing. So number two would be to just be mindful of conditioning the mind to whatever tools or whatever strategies you're using, how can those tools and strategies be used to enhance the now? Whether it's relationship, whether it's, you know, working giving back to the community, there is something that we can also take that energy and bless other areas of our lives, all right? Number three, this is, I love this one, you know, create an environment where We experienced where I created an environment where I put perpetually that I always was in a state of some form of discomfort. People go like, whoa, oh, hell no. I don't want to be this. what are you talking about? Well, you know, when you're conditioned to experience, you know, discomfort, when you get bad news or when things don't go your way, it doesn't sting as much. You know, you, I'm able to, you know, absorb it rather than react to it. And one of the things that I do just it's been now what about uh, about a year and a half. You know, one of the things that I do now is I still start my shower, My shower's cold. So one day at a time. I step into that shower cold before it goes hot. And that's a year and a half now. So my nervous system is prime to just absorb not react so when i react i burn seem to burn up so much more energy but when i absorb it it allows me to first identify what it is and then it also helps me you know determine wait a minute how bad is it really or you know, when I react, I usually react in a five-year-old way, you know, and I'm having a temper temper tantrum. So number three is look for ways to be, you know, uncomfortable. Like I'm here on agent power huddle right now. And for some of you guys know, know that the people that are on here, they're amazing. So for me, it's uncomfortable to be on here talking, you know, I'm like, wow, I get to hang out and I get to, you know, talk to people on agent power huddle. You know, that can be, you know, pretty daunting and intimidating and it's uncomfortable for me. But I also know that, you know, it's really important in our industry for people to hear just the vulnerability that comes along with our business. Yes, there's some, you know, a lot of us are high achievers and, you know, very successful, both business and personal lives. And, but at the same time, there's a human being aspect of us that everyone needs to hear that part. Like we don't have it all figured out. Yes, we make mistakes. Yes, we feel fear, but we still find a way, you know, to to do the action part anyway. So number three, perpetual discomfort. You know, in my training, getting up at three o'clock in the morning, that was very uncomfortable. (laughs) Um, Long periods of time by myself, long workouts where, you know, things came up for me that were actually very painful. But by being in that, you know, going to those places, it made me a better human being and it made me a better friend or associate associate to anyone in my world. All right. Um, number four, when things, when, you know, I got the news that we could not race, one of the things that I've learned to do is take inventory. And what I mean by that is, Let's just say that that one thing didn't go as planned. Well, I will take inventory and just reflect and see, well, that didn't work out. But what else is going right in my life today? And one of the reasons I could not, you know, I, I couldn't find myself to be that upset that race morning was on the way, on the way to the stadium, there were many homeless encampments. And it was cold that morning and it was raining and the wind was blowing. And I'm like, wow. It's kind of hard for me to be upset when I'm not in the tent. You know what I'm saying? I could easily be in that tent, but here I am about to ride my my fancy bike and, you know, about to swim. I'm about to go play really, right? But there's some people out, you know, that was out that morning. They weren't playing. They were surviving. I'm just glad I had the wherewithal to acknowledge that to help me be experienced gratitude in the moment where I, you know, got some news that you know, obviously I didn't want to get. One and number five, you know, uh, it's, it's kind of you know similar to you know, there's no uh, you know, it's about the journey but not the destination. Another thing I like to say is that there is no finish line. Only a new beginning. So we can have the goals, we can you know, have formulate all this stuff. We can have all this uh, you know, this strategic, strategic plan, but what's working for me is like, yes, I have, a, I have a goal. I have something I wanna achieve, but not only, it's not a destination for me. I treat it more as a checkpoint it becomes more of a new beginning because when I finally, you know, am able to do this damn race that I've been, you know, preparing for, for two years now, when I finally do it, it's not going to be about, Oh, I finally did it. Um, you know, I can stop. I can, you know, go back to, you know, eating Zuzu's and wham whams and big bags of Doritos on the couch. Um, (laughs) but it's for me now, it's more of a checkpoint. So this, you know, this journey of just dealing with, you know, when things don't go our way, just remember that it's a choice. And most of the time things don't go our way. But a lot of times on the day to day, if we pay attention, there's a lot of things that do. And for me, the reason I use the the race, you know, as an example is that was something that was really, really important to me. Of course, things don't go my way. I don't get that. I missed the yellow light, you know, missed the yellow light or, you know, maybe I didn't get that listing or uh, our offer didn't get accepted. You know, some of those day-to-day things in the business, that happens all the time. But it's when it's something that's really, really important to us. We want to make sure that we have uh, some things in place, you know, so that we don't allow the situation to steal our joy. You know, because if we're here on the Asian Power Huddle and we're, we're doing our business, whether you're a new agent or a seasoned agent, just remember, we have a choice. And with that choice, I mean, we get to experience, you know, all kind of different, you know, emotions, you know, excited, uh, joy, happy uh, optimistic, posit- positivity, you know, there's, these, there's all these different states that we have the option, the option to choose from. But for some reason, a lot of us get stuck in a loop of just experiencing a few. So for me, you know, I've learned to embrace the suck. I've learned to, you know, embrace the journey and I'm learning to, you know, continue to smile even when all the boxes on my list aren't checked off. So I hope I was able to, uh, you know, give some insight, give you some nuggets to, you know, marinate on. And um, just want to let you know that we have a choice. And when it doesn't go our way, if we're not paying attention, we're going to miss out on all the things that went absolutely perfect. So with that being said, it's a few actually look like I'm cutting a little bit short. Hold on. Let me see. Who's this? Oh, that was me. I had a question. How do you know which choice to pick? How do you make the right choice? Well, uh, give me an example. Like when it comes to. Like, Just in general, like you said, we always have a choice and we need, you know, Pick the right one. So how do you know inside which one to pick? You know, well, I think it's it's more so like I don't know if it's about picking the right one, but it's about just under the understanding that, okay, wait a minute. This is going this way. We can go either right or left. And for me, that that internal voice usually is is the right one. Like for me, I choose to smile, not frown. That's just something that, that's just how I'm wired right now because there was a lot of times where I choose to frown and not smile. So if there's anything that's gonna give me you know, energy or uh, that's gonna help me like come out of the funk, I'm gonna swing that way. So that's a long way of saying for me that my glasses is, is always half full. So I'm gonna go that direction, just regardless of how I'm feeling, if that makes sense. Yeah, I guess deep down, we always know what's the best choice to make. You just have to embrace the suck and make the choice. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's, you know, it's, it's interesting how, uh, I'm glad you brought that up because when people heard my race didn't, you know, go as planned, people were like, basically like, my cond- my condolences, the artist. I'm like, whoa, I I didn't die, dude. I just like, I didn't get a chance to race. But I got to hear how other people experience letdown, right? They were so bummed that I couldn't, you know, now I realize like, wow, we're actually conditioned to like, you know, get bad news and just totally go dark with it. And I'm like, that's a choice that we don't have to go that route. And I'm not saying I'm in invincible or, you know, I, I, I don't feel bad. It was like, I had this hurricane of emotions right here, but I also had, this intellect and I just made sure I didn't jump in there before I let this stuff the, you know my emotions settle yeah it's funny I had the same reaction when you told me about the race I was like I felt bad but you you nailed it like we don't you don't want to go that route no especially if you think about it on the on the very basic level is your heart beating right now let me check Uh, do you live in a third world country no i don't can you drink the water out of your faucet or you do you have clean drinking water yeah and and i had clean shower water this morning too right so this is think on the very basic level we are winning you know what i mean but this right here will tell us something different and keep us in a you know a state of just being unsatisfied or You know, I have to achieve something in order to feel a certain way. Yep. So moving forward, do I want to race that? Hell to the yes. (laughs) Without training, you might as well, you know. Yeah. But it's also helped me with, uh, you know, going into next year. You know, I don't do New Year's resolutions, but uh, my goal for next year is to simply work smarter, not harder and everything I learned up until now incorporating it into smarter, not harder context. And that's going to, you know, it's going to weed out a lot of stuff that is unnecessary in my world today. Well, thanks for sharing. I think it's definitely will help others um, for sure. Yep. And who is this? We are. Yes. Gratitude is the best attitude adjustment. So before I, before I leave, if you got stank face today about anything, Get your gratitude shaker, sprinkle a little bit on it, keep it moving. All right. Thanks, Zach. Thank you. All right. Take care.